start right now living an extraordinary life. Join your life coach and favorite auntie, Carla D. Tillery, and co-host L.A. on The Chair Chronicles. Having those important life talks and giving you advice to help you live your best life. Hey. Hello. We're back. We're back. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And we are going to talk about how do I recover from a broken relationship? How apropos is that? (laughs) Monday is Valentine's Day. Right. We're coming up on Valentine's Day. And it's interesting about holidays because everybody doesn't get excited. They don't. And sometimes if you're in a good relationship... Great, right. and then others may not be in a relationship and may be feeling some kind of way yeah. about Valentine's Day coming up. Yeah. And then if you're in a bad relationship, you know, it like... might not be any celebrating going on. <laughs> no chocolates, none. <laughs> and then if you just broke up right. out of one, oh yeah, you know, this can be a very hard time for people. It is, it is, you and, know. and you know, having been that person that has gone through a broke breakup uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um, you know, and Valentine's, you know, I'm definitely one of those people that celebrate the holidays. I gotcha. love the holidays. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, it definitely was different. Yes. But I'm telling you, there's a way to still enjoy it. Right. Okay, good. So we're going to talk yeah. about that. Yeah. And we're going to help those that are in broken relationships yeah. that are really trying to recover from it and right. might not know just how. Right. And so one of the first things that I always... Um, you know, just encourage them to know mm-hmm. is that it's okay to be have some emotions about it. Yeah, absolutely. because sometimes you know you'll be like, "Oh, get over it. You'll mm-hmm. be fine. Push through. Mm-hmm. There's more fish out there." You mm-hmm. know, we have all these expressions right. to try to coat right what someone is experiencing. Right. And while I understand it, I don't want the person to walk away not going through the process. That's right. Because the process will require you to feel something. Right. And it's important. It's important because you have to heal from that in order to move on. Yes. You yes. have to. And you have to allow yourself to have those emotions. To and, have and those trust emotions. Me, there's a myriad. Right. Sure you're going right. to attack a myriad of them. Yes. So while, yes. it, it, and I think in any situation where there is a loss in your life, mm-hmm. have the expectation that it is okay to grieve. Yeah. It is. Have that expectation Mm -hmm. that you're going to grieve as part of that process, whether it's a family pet, whether it's a loved one, whether it's a relationship. Anytime there is a loss. Listen, we almost go through this when you can't find your phone. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Getting ready to shed a tear. Please don't let me have lost my phone. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, experiencing Mm -hmm. loss is a unfortunate, natural part of life. It is absolutely a natural part. It's a natural experience. Right. And it is okay to have the expectation that you're going to grieve. Yes. That there's going to be some sorrow associated with it. Right. Perhaps some pain, some emotions Mm -hmm. associated with the loss. Yeah. So that's the first thing because I think so many times we try to suppress it. Oh, yeah. Or either we just try to... like. Quickly get in another relationship so that we don't experience right. losing the one we had. Right. Good or bad? Good or bad. A That's loss right. is a loss. That's right. That's right. right? That's right. So That's take right. the time to grieve. And it doesn't mean that you're sitting in a corner with your knee, you know, you, you're clutching your knees, crying. It shows up in different ways for it different people. Right. But allow yourself to 
feel it. Yes. You've got it. It's okay. And it's, it's okay. okay. It's, it's okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's one of the first things. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, as I just said, like one of those common expressions are there are plenty of other fish mm-hmm. in the, you know, in the yeah. sea right. and it was probably for the best and, and all of that. Right. Those things can be hard to hear depending on how you are in accepting grief and moving through grief. Right. So as you just said, it's going to vary. And what I mean by that, the time. Mm, Because sometimes we want an expiration date of these feelings being expired so that we can move on and be okay. Right. It doesn't work that way. Right. Right. And it's just like looking at our produce, right? Right. We don't know exactly when that green pepper is going to start to like rot yeah, away, and get soft and, right? Yeah, and get right. soft and get all the extra juice. That's yeah. just like it's this green want. pepper ain't yeah. working out right, right, <laughs> right. right? And so it, my point is, is that even though you know it will expire at some time, mm-hmm. we don't always know when, right? Right. And again, that, that expectation that you're just mm-hmm. going to feel okay the next day it's, or, or, or a week from now, you're going to be okay and you're just going to move on. It might not happen that it way. It might not happen that way. But mm-hmm. I will say is that I would encourage the person that is in a broken relation or just broken up mm-hmm. to find a new source of joy. And that might not happen right then in the moment. Right. That's why <laughs> it's the expiration of grieving. You don't right. know. Right. But you can. You can find a place. Because, again, mm-hmm. your head is going to be... On a, I mean, you literally are going to just play out every scenario up, down, sideways, right. and all of that. Right. But you don't want to lose your joy. You don't want to lose your joy. Yeah. And I think, again, you know, experiencing loss is very challenging. It, is. Uh, it can be very difficult. Mm-hmm. But when you can find something that you can go to to kind of lift you, to make sure that you are still strengthening your mental state and your emotional well-being, that's always a good thing. It is. It is not about ignoring that you have a loss, but it's about making sure that you include something additional in your life. Right. And I think that also helps you mentally because you don't want to fall into this place where nothing, you're excited about nothing. If you were that person that used to work out and you worked out while you were in the relationship, why can't you still do that? Why can't you still do that? Exactly. It's self-care. It's self-care while you are going through this process. Yes. Yes. That's right. Go through the process. But still find a new source of joy. And again, this is in addition to. Right. And it's going to depend on the timing of how you are processing this in this individual base. Right. All right. Um, One of the things that broken relationships can do is it can tear down perhaps your identity, Mm. perhaps your esteem. Yeah. It can chip away at your value and your worth because the loss now may indicate that there's some something. kind of mm. something is wrong. I know you was about to say it with me, right? Yeah. That something is wrong, that there's some kind there's something, some failure inside yeah. of you, that there's some mm. um, missing link, there's something that you don't have full capacity of. Right. And so what happens is we can start to uh Tell ourselves, send ourselves certain messages that may not be true. Right. So in order to not do that, Mm -hmm. make a list of what you like about yourself. Yeah. 
And that's so true because what you do is you start to pick away, like you said, mm-hmm. I should have done this. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Maybe mm-hmm. if I had done this, mm-hmm. you know, and those are, those are questions that you will never mm-hmm. get the answers to mm-hmm. because sometimes things have an expiration date. Sometimes. Yeah. And, and sometimes it just, it, it just wasn't doesn't, meant to be. Right. It just wasn't right. meant to be. And it does not mean that you're not good enough. It right. doesn't mean you're not worthy enough. And so it is, it's important that you do not mm-hmm. take that on and think that you're a failure. Mm-hmm. Because a relationship has ended, it does not mean you have failed. Mm-hmm. There's it a did, learning process. It's a learning process. And when you think yeah. of it about a journey as part of your life, right. then you're going to find, okay, you'll do some assessment and say, what do I want to work on? Right. right. But it doesn't take away the values that you do have and that you do bring to life That's and right. that you do bring to others. And sometimes you have to remind yourself yes. of your value and your, your worth. worth because a broken relationship mm-hmm. can chip away at that. That's right. And sometimes we don't even recognize mm-hmm. that the relationship has done that until after you've broken up. And then you're like, right. oh my God, you are trying to pick up your friend, your girlfriend, your yes. guy. You're trying to, you know, you know, you're trying to talk to the, your friends in your, in your network and you're like, this is not you. Right. Don't take that on. Don't wear that. Right. Because that's not who you really that's are. Right. So. And your identity is not tied to the relationship that you are in. Mm-hmm. And that could be an element to why the relationship right. didn't survive. Right. Because if you make your worth and your value dependent upon someone the other person that you're in a relationship with you are in trouble because you're hanging on to for them to affirm you right to make sure that you feel special to make sure that you value now not to say that you don't want somebody to do Do those things right but it shouldn't be solely dependent upon right someone else doing that for you that's right that's something you got to do for yourself to do it for yourself you got to do it for yourself yes because if you do not any relationship that you have mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is doomed mm-hmm. because, again, you are putting that burden. You're making someone else responsible for how you feel yes. about yourself. Yes. And it is not their responsibility. Your happiness, your happiness is your yes. responsibility. Yes. How you and that is so, yeah. listen, I, I remember as a little girl... You know, you watching TV yeah. and listen, this was back in the day of soap operas. I oh, know yes. I know they Love don't really them. exist anymore. Ryan's hope. Yes, all of those. Yeah. But they give little girls these images about what love looks like and mm. what relationships look like. Right. And they're fairy tale kind of storylines. Yeah, I know they got some drama in there, right? <laughs> right. But right. you know, even to the point where, you know, the the love scenes, they're waking up, they fully got makeup yeah, on and they're all just, yeah, everything crammed. is so perfect. Right. And you know, like the romance and the relationship dating yes. is all of that, you mm-hmm. know, and and every relationship doesn't model those. No, it doesn't. Images. Right. And so you've got to be careful that, mm-hmm. you know, you are looking at yourself like in the Independently, and that That's you right. are defining what makes you happy and not relying on the guy or the girl or the whomever right. to, to be like, you know, doing all these things to right. make you happy. That's right. And even, you know, you know, not a little bit of gossip, but only according to what we've seen on interviews with Will uh, Will Smith and Jada yeah. Pinkett, yeah. that they talked about that happiness being, um, it can't be dependent on the other person. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Because they've been very open, open about their relationship. Very open. Yeah. Very open. And I know that, you know, that determination that I have to make myself happy right. um, was something that they t- they had spoken to. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. So, um, sometimes it might be necessary to express your needs to others. Right. And I also think that in evaluating the relationship, mm-hmm. how did it go? Where did things make a turn? Right. That I believe that when you start to... See, did I really know what I wanted? Mm. Did I know how to communicate it to the person I was in relationship right. with? Maybe an area, uh, maybe a growth area for right. you. Because right. oftentimes we don't, we think we know what we want. And we're assuming that the other, other person, person just knows. Just knows. Yeah, right. And then when you're like, well, what do you want? You can't even say. Right. You, you can't, can't even articulate. It. You can't do it. Right. Right. And then the other, the flip side of that is, if you're a great communicator and you know and you've expressed it and it's not being it's not being returned mm. i mean you hear that you know you're very clear about what it is that mm-hmm. you need and what you want mm-hmm. and that person is like okay i hear mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. but there's no show and proof there's right there's no show and proof so you really take a time in, in expressing yeah. you know your needs to others is twofold right. i think you need to go back and look at the relationship to see you know how well did you communicate what you needed but in that moment of dealing with your grief in your in the process mm-hmm. uh you have to go through after have been in a broken relationship right. Right. you might need to express what you need to others in your support system right. whether it's a little bit of time you know just to kind of regroup right. Whether it's, you know, a hug, whether it's just spending some time so you don't feel so Mm -hmm. lonely. Maybe you need someone who can listen to, like, help you process Process your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. So that expression to others is twofold. Yeah. And then you get the support you need. And you get the support you need. Right. So the other thing is, um, you mentioned, like, Mm self-care. So one of the things that we kind of talk about a lot when we're trying to kind of come up out of something Mm -hmm. is the... um, Using activity and yeah. exercising and movement. Right. Because what you don't want to do is get so stagnant or you're just staying in your room with the right. with the blinds down, the yeah. lights off, that you start to sink mm-hmm. into a hole. Yeah. Is that encouraging you to do activities? Yeah. Exercising, the self-care. Right. Very, very it's important. valuable. It's valuable. And again, it's not to placate. And it's not to excuse what you're feeling. Right. But it's a way to just get those endorphins going. You'll start to physically feel mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. before the emotional part takes right. hold. So physically, you want to keep yourself hydrated. Yes. You want to, you know, you want to eat. You know, and I get it. A couple of days you might. Right. There might be a couple of days where you put the ice cream in front of the TV late at night. But make sure you get a good one. (laughs) And then it's like, okay, I've got to shake this off. You've got to shake it off. And so I really think it's important that as we're thinking about our mental health, that we don't stop doing things. Right. Right, that we know are healthy for us. That's right. So the exercising, the getting out, to making sure you're still living yes. is still important. Rest, Not to it. say you don't deal with the grief in the process, right. but don't stop all the things that you know are healthy. That's it. That's right. It. The last thing you want to do is come up out of that and you all plump and fluff. I was going to say, you gained like 
Right, right. You know, that's the last thing you want to do. You want to, you want to, when you get to the other side of, of your being in a better state with your grief, uh, you want to still look good. That's right. Feel Feel good. good. Mm -hmm. Right. And and so you want all of that to be intact. Yeah. So don't lose it. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Self-care. Self-care. The other thing. So this one is going to be good, right? Okay. Finding meaning. Mm -hmm. To the breakup. Very important. Finding meaning to the breakup. Yes. yes. That can be very hard because mm-hmm. sometimes, depending on the situation, right. there may not be a clear uh, explanation. I was getting ready to say that. Yeah. But that still is a response to the question about what is the meaning of the breakup. Right. It's just harder to embrace. Right. When there when it really kind mm-hmm. of propels additional questions. Right. And for myself, I can remember that it was, for me, it was, I was looking for an apology. Mm. And <laughs> it finally just like dawned on me, what if you never get it? What if you never get it? Are you going to stay in That's this good. place? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to just say, okay, what did I glean from this? Mm-hmm. What did I learn about myself from this? Right. And am I able then to answer the question for myself? Mm. I apologize to me. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm. I apologize to myself for questioning myself and, you know, or, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever it, it takes mm-hmm. for you, you mm-hmm. know? And I did. I wrote a letter. Mm. I wrote a letter to myself apologizing for allowing myself to get to a place where I was just, because I was one of those people that were eating and I'm just, you know, because it it, happens. Yeah, it was just. It's a natural thing to kind of find something to soothe you. Yeah. Whether it's food or whether it's something else. But I like that. I like the the fact that, you know, we we, we tend to search for an answer and there might not be one. There may not be one. And in some cases, there may be one, but what I have found with working through mm-hmm. sort of situations with people okay. is that we don't want to see and accept the truth and what mm. was real about right. the relationship. Right. And when you have somebody who can really help break down, like what was real and what was fictional right. and what did you just really hope for? Right. Then you start to see exactly what you responded to. And in some cases, in some relations, we're responding to something in our head that never, never. really existed right. and never really formed as a truthful fact about that relationship. Wow. And that's being honest. That's that's being honest. That's being truly honest with yourself. Looking at it from a perspective of not how I wanted it to be, how I thought it was. But what was real? What was real? What was real? Yeah. What was real? What was real about the communication? Right. Was it harsh communication? Mm -hmm. Was it was it communication that built you and lifted you? Was it communication where there was an understanding Mm -hmm. when you walked away that I understood you and that I will respond to it? Because one thing I know about relationships is when there is a conflict, there's one thing to just share how you feel about it and your perspective and your point of view mm. is something different to have your partner respond mm. to it. Wow. Different. Very different. Totally different. And what we recognize, oh, well, we talked about it, but did you resolve, resolve it? it. Mm. And what does that resolution look like? Because right. the resolution should call for some type of response. Ah, that's, that's a good one. And we don't think about it in that. that resolution way. should cause for some response. type of response. Right. It's not, okay, we agree to disagree and we just move on. 
That's not resolution. What's the response? Right. What's right. the response? Mm -hmm. What's the change of behavior right. that may be required as a result of the type of conflict that occurred? Right, right. And you know, the other part of that too is also being honest with yourself and saying, was I really happy? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Did I just stay because I felt like they owed me or I owed See, it to myself? That goes back to what was really real. What right. was the truth of the relationship? Mm -hmm. And when I've counseled couples, I've had to literally stop them and say, is that what was real or is that something that you just mm -hmm. wanted mm -hmm. or that you were hoping for? Wow. Because that it just opened up a floodgate it, of other of you know truth thinking. The truth is, yeah. you've been saying from day one that you wanted such and such to happen, and it didn't happen. Right. The truth is, the need that you expressed was not met. Right. Yeah. And oftentimes, you know, it's like, oh, I was really happy, but were you? To your point, right. when you break it down and have people to sit and think yeah. and reflect yeah. on things they've shared, how they really have felt from day one. Mm -hmm. Oh, but I knew he was like that, but I thought. Mm. Ah. I, 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 I saw that she was like that, but I thought that once we, once got, we got together. Got... No, the truth, truth is, is you saw that in their behavior and in their character and they stayed true to that even after right. you decided to be in relationship. Right. Because you thought somehow, some way, you were going to change them. Thought you was going to change it. Again, it's about what yes, is the truth. And yes. in many cases, the person <laughs> showed up and you didn't want to see what they presented you with. Yeah. <laughs> and what's that What's that saying? When someone shows you who you are? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Who they are? Believe, believe it. it. Believe it. Believe it. And and sometimes we yeah. put these blinders on yeah. through the love, through the affection, through the idea that we're in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And sometimes we just don't want to see what's directly in our face. Yeah. And so find the meaning. And when I, when I say that, it's about really being diligent to see what was the real truth mm. of this relationship that I was in. Right. And that might help give you some answers as to why the relationship has broken up. Uh. And if you can't find that, right. then perhaps it's just accepting the fact right. that this was not the season, this was not the time that's or the it. person that's for right. me to continue being right. in a relationship with. And that's okay. And, and that's, that's okay. okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's and healing. That's okay. There's healing in that. Because there's nothing worse than trying to pursue a relationship with someone who does not want to be in relationship with you. And you're yeah, pushing, pushing and you're it. pushing and you're pushing, but yet you keep hurting yourself yeah. because you are uh, building yourself to have some expectation that will not be met. Right. And then you become angry at that person. Yeah. The bitterness and yeah. the shame and the I'm guilt and all of those things that start yeah. to come up. Because so, you deserve to be in a healthy relationship. Yes. And you deserve to be healthy. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's okay. Valentine's Day is special, it even is. if it's just you alone. That's right. Love celebrate yourself. You. Yes. Celebrate you. Love on who you are. Love yes. on your attributes. Love on what's great about you. That's right. And you'll find yourself being able to celebrate Valentine's Day, whether you're in a relationship with someone else or whether it's so just true. you and self. There you have it. And Simple. dare I say, if you can celebrate it with just you and self, oh yes, boy, you're going to be the bomb diggity Listen. when you're in a relationship with somebody else. You better say it. You better say it. You, yes. You'll just come with your whole self in such That's a different right. light. That's right. When you have such an appreciation for who you yeah. are. Yeah. 
And yeah. it's, it's an everyday process. It's an everyday it speaking affirmation over mm. ourselves and over our lives. Right. Our words have power. Our words have power. So Safe love on yourself. Yes. Tell yourself that you love who you are. Yes. Even though there may be some flaws and there's things you want to mm. work on. There is nothing like looking at a child knowing that they still have growth opportunity. Oh, yeah. You still want to let them know that you love them where they are. Right. So love yourself where you are. That's right. Appreciate who you are mm -hmm. and the value that you bring to yes. life and to others that you come into contact yes. with. Come on, let's yeah. look. My shirt, I'm I'm wearing yes. a shirt that says I love, love it. I right? Love it. Yes. Because I want that to be something that I embody, that yes. I am loved, that I love myself, and that I have others that love me. Absolutely, yes. do love you, girl. Yes. Love you, girl. And yes. we love our Chair Chronicles yes. audience. So listen, we want you to like this podcast and share this podcast, and also let us know if you're struggling with a broken relationship. Well, we're, we would love to engage in a conversation with yeah. you. If you're struggling with finding the meaning, you feel free to reach out to me as your life coach. I would love to partner with you and be your accountability partner to help you live your best life. Yes, I love it. I love it. So as always, we want you to stay tuned and stay connected on The Chair Chronicles. Chronicles. Oh, 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 oh,